We all hope, of course, that the new year will bring fame and fortune, hopefully more fortune than fame. Fame is just totally overrated. But when it comes to the fortune, it looks like the latest survey by the Singapore Business Federation and Experian uh, does not augur well for the year ahead. The SBF Experian SME Index shows that all six sectors in Singapore have scaled back their expansion plans for 2020. The index falling to 50.4 from 50.6 in the previous uh, quarter's survey. This particular survey was taken before the US-China trade deal was announced on the de uh, December the 13th. So I guess perhaps things have become a bit more positive since then. Um, but uh, fair to say that as the index measures January to June this year, 3,600 companies surveyed, it does still hold some weight. And so what do we hear? In general, people are much less positive. Ho Ming Kit, the chief executive of the Singapore Business Federation, says uh, SMEs should take a watch and wait approach to see how the business environment uh, shapes up in the first half of the year. Simon Littlewood, um, as we look to 2020 and uh, looking to see the, the changing landscape with the trade war and so on, is there something that you can do to weather this storm, irrespective of whether it's going to be a big storm or a little one? Yes, I mean, on the general question of watch and wait, uh, it is I'm not entirely comfortable with that advice because it seems to suggest that there isn't a lot that you can do now. And I think clearly we know that there is. Uh, and we talked about this uh, before, but you know, in, ma in the macro sense, in terms of what's happening with markets uh, and trade disputes and those kinds of things, you can model what possible outcomes are likely to occur and you can take preventative measures um, to guard yourself against dramatic impacts. Like what? Um, well, you know, if you have a particular particular market that look, looks risky, you can attempt to find other markets to replace it with. You can attempt to get closer to your customer in that market. Um, you can um, monitor a little more closely what's going on and have in your back pocket a series of actions that you can take as soon as the signs look bad. So we talked about traffic light systems before, that's what I would argue for. Right, so your sales team visits your customer and just has a bit more of a look to see how the activity is what, on the shop floor. What's critical in terms of your future growth, which markets customers are critical and where is the risk? So criticality and risk, then you've got the things that are going to impact you the most and are most likely to go wrong. You look at them and you specifically work out what you can do ahead of time to mitigate that risk, and in some cases, what you need to do if it goes wrong, yeah? Um, that's, the, that's at the macro level, and, and some companies are very good at this. Most aren't. Most look very hard at risk when they've suffered some kind of a reversal, which of course is doing it the wrong way around. Yes, as we can't before the horse. Uh, but on the specific question of um, the credit environment, which is what Mr. Ho talks about, the SMEs and credit environment, um, the issue here is that if you're envisaging a slowdown, an increasing slowdown in customer payments, because we've seen a fairly steady slowdown over the last couple of years for most SMEs, then there are definitely things you can do to address that. Um, because as we've said many times, when you drill into why customers are paying you late, there are very often unmet expectations in terms of the way that you manage that relationship. And it's only by going in a sense of uh, camaraderie, you know, we, 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 have, we have a shared issue in resolving these issues because we're both facing difficult circumstances. It's only when you go to your customer with that positive frame of mind that you learn about these things and you can address them, thus bringing your customer closer, thus in many cases 
addressing cash flow delay. Yeah. Mm. So the key word here is actually the word watch in the phrase watch and yeah. wait. Yeah. And it's a very active watching, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, you know, if, if watching consists of actually having some things that you're doing while you watch, so some some some, anal some analysis that you have not previously done. So, so you could be watching in your spare time. Well, so so don't be. It's not a reactive thing. It's a proactive thing. It's not a let's just wait and wait until we get the the telegram kind of job, uh, in the old sense of telegram. Uh, it's You're showing uh, your age. Son. It's what can I do ahead of time? Uh, what can I do ahead of time to make sure that this doesn't come up and bite me when I'm not looking? I, I mean, there's something else here, which is, again, and this seems to be a sign of the times. The discussion leaps straight from straight from having a tighter credit environment to how the digital banking sector can improve access to finance. It, and it's very interesting to me that we now have a complete equation in, in our minds between SMEs not having enough cash and borrowing more money, uh, which which worries me a lot. And in fact, if you look at the um, the actual survey itself, which is well, as you said, three thousand six hundred companies. The, one of the criteria they use is access to financing. They don't talk about balance sheet health or cash flow from customers. They talk about access to financing as, as if that were the index of whether or not a company has a healthy cash flow. And of course it isn't. The primary reason you have a healthy cash flow is because you manage relationships with your suppliers and customers in a highly professional, proactive way so that you maximize cash flow from operations. So. Um, there's a mindset here which worries me, but if we're positive and we are an SME that understands these issues, we have an opportunity to get ahead of the game because insofar as some companies th are thinking in terms of borrowing more money, let's not think in terms of borrowing more money. Let's think in terms of what we can do further to improve relations with our customers and our suppliers to make sure that we have the cash that we need to fund operations. There's a huge opportunity to do that. There always are, yeah. Yes, so 2020 in sum might actually be a very good year for you, uh, where maybe you make some changes pressured by the slowing business environment that'll see you through far beyond the 12 months of this year. An interesting fact, because I've been in Asia nearly 30 years and I've seen quite a few ups and downs. One of the things that typically happens in any kind of period of recession or higher, higher risk is that the, the, the relative market shares of different players are different at the end than they were at the beginning. And what are the companies that typically do better? They are the nimble ones. They are the ones that are able and prepared to change, typically by listening to the customer. Yeah? Big companies that are a bit slow to turn, you know, the super tankers, uh, <laughs> often don't respond very well. You know, they, they cut a lot of heads and so on and so forth, but they frequently end up with, with big, loss, big losses of market share. So I would say this is an opportunity for the nimble SME. Think about how you can further delight your customer, how you can honestly say to them, we're in this together, let's make it a joint endeavor. Yeah. On that positive note, mm -hmm. Happy New Year, Simon, and all the best for 2020.